Good morning, Solid Rock family. We're so delighted that I have this opportunity to be with you. I'm coming to you from the sanctuary of our new pastorate here in Branson, Missouri. Karen and I are now the pastors of Faith and Wisdom Church, great church here in Branson, Missouri. And uh, we're glad to come to you by means of media today. I, um, I have so many great memories of our time together there with Pastor David and Pastor Winona and all of the pastoral staff and the people there at Solid Rock in B.C. Some of our great memories there. And, of course, we miss our precious Winona. I tell you, I've never seen anyone with a greater, greater love and covenant for God than Winona. And today, she's rejoicing in the presence of the Lord. She's heard her master say, well done, good and faithful servant. If anyone has been an example about how to live well and how to transition well, and you notice I didn't say die well, because the Bible says, he that liveth and believes in me, Jesus said, would never die. Paul said, the time of my departure is at hand. And the other day, Winona, having fought a good fight and finished her course and given us a tremendous example of how to stay in covenant, how to keep her love, how to keep her faith, even in the most trying circumstances. After leaving that example, she departed to be with the Lord. The Bible said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Do we miss her? Absolutely we do. We do. But thank God that gives us the victory even over that thing called death. And so Pastor David and family there, we want you to know that Faith and Wisdom Church is praying for you, that Karen and I are praying for you, and we'll always be in covenant together until we see the Lord Jesus. Pastor David asked me to bring a message concerning the power of God. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 is probably the verse most think of when we say the power of God. And Jesus said, go and tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Now that word power in the original Greek is the Greek word dunamis, dunamis. We get our word dynamite from it, and most of the time when we think of that kind of power, we think of a magnificent, explosive, manifested power, easy to see, and it does mean that, but the word dunamis is something more than that. It literally means the kind of power that is inherent in the nature of something. In other words, a stick of dynamite is not powerful because it's painted with red paint on the outside or wrapped with red paper. That's not what makes it powerful. What makes it powerful is the nitro explosives that is inside. The component inside dynamite, the DNA of the dynamite makes it 
explosively powerful. Powerful enough to blow down rock ledges. Powerful enough to be used in warfare. Powerful enough to do either construction or destruction. What makes it powerful? Its nature makes it powerful. And when Jesus said, and I want you to grab this, when he said you will receive dunamis after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, what he was really saying was this, my nature, my anointing, my ability, my nature, God's very nature is going to come into you by the Holy Spirit. Wow! Do you understand that the Bible says our very body as a believer is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Well, what kind of dunamis power does the Holy Spirit have? Well, He has power enough, the Bible said, to hover or move on the face of the deep in Genesis chapter 1. And out of a void, chaotic, empty earth came perfect creation. Dunamis power. That same creative power is in the Holy Spirit, and that Holy Spirit is in you. It's the same kind of dunamis power that the Bible says God opened the Red Sea with the blast of His nostrils. Now, when we think of blast, we think, we almost picture that God looked down at the Red Sea and got all of the angels behind Him, and they all blew as hard as they could blow until the waters parted. But the Hebrew says with the blast, and it means just the snuff of His nostrils. Just, and you probably didn't even hear that, He just blew out of His nostrils a short puff of air, but that was powerful enough to open billions of gallons of water. That's dunamis power. It is power that is in the nature of the Holy Spirit. And what I want you to see, Solid Rock, today is that power that created in Genesis 1. That power that opened the Red Sea. And that power, according to Romans 8, the Bible says the same Spirit that raised Christ up from the dead dwells in our mortal bodies, and that same power quickens our mortal bodies. That power, that nature is in you. That's why John said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Oh, come on, Solid Rock, get a hold of that. No matter what you're facing today, greater power is in you. The greater one is in you. Creative power is in you. Opening power is in you. Resurrection power is in you. You shall receive dunamis power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And when you recognize that power is in you, nothing is able to withstand you. If God be for us, who can be against us? And then there's another word in the New Testament translated power, and you'll find it over in Luke chapter 10, verse 19. And uh, I like verse 18. 
They had just come back. The 70 had just returned and said, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. And the Lord said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And then he said, I have given you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I have given unto you power. Now that word translated power there is not dunamis. It's another Greek word, and it has a totally different meaning. It's a different kind of power. It's the Greek word exousia. Exousia. And what that word means is delegated authority. Delegated authority. What's that mean? It means if the sheriff or a constable has that authority, he can swear in a deputy and uh, have them raise their hand and swear an oath. And the sheriff can take that authority that's been given to him. He has the authority to enforce the law. He has the, inf- the authority of being the sheriff. But he can delegate his authority into that deputy who comes into a relationship with him. It's delegated authority. And the Lord said, I'm giving unto you delegated authority over all. All the power of the devil. Then he said, you'll have authority to tread or walk on serpents serpents and scorpions. Now, what's that mean? He's not talking about we go out and find poisonous snakes and walk on them. No, God gave us wisdom, too. (laughs) He's saying, no, I've given you authority over demonic power. The Bible says they're under our feet. Delegated authority. Dunamis is power inherent in the nature of the Holy Spirit. But exousia power is authority or the right to use that dunamis power. Are you receiving this? Do you see what I'm saying? It's not enough to have dynamite power unless you've been given permission to use it. And the Bible said Jesus took up his authority and gave it unto us. In the end of Matthew, he said this, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Then he said, go you therefore and teach all nations. What's he saying? He's saying God the Father has given all authority to me And I'm going to go with you, so I'm delegating authority to you to preach as I preached, to bring healing as I brought healing, to comfort those that mourn as I did, to open the prison doors as I did. You say, but Brother Mike, we can't do that. We're not Jesus. He delegated exousia authority to you. You have that ability. You can do and act in the name of Jesus. 
Exousia power simply means I can act by the authority of the king in the name of the king on the behalf of the king with the backing of the king. I can act in his name. The Bible said if you ask anything in my name, my father will do it. He said, at my name, every knee bows and every tongue confesses. Well, we have been delegated authority to act in behalf of the king, with the backing of the king, in the name of the king. We are his representatives on the earth. You have exousia authority. And uh, let me show you what that means. If there was a little female uh, deputy or uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and let's say uh, a female joined them and became a Mountie, and uh, she was rather small of stature, let's say the smallest and just barely got in height requirement and weight requirement, She's small of stature. But when she wears that uniform, and wow, that's such a beautiful uniform. When she wears that uniform, and she has a badge on that uniform, that means that she has been delegated all the authority of the Mounties. And they've been delegated all the authority of the Canadian government. And that means all of the military power of Canada stands behind her. And if she steps out on a highway and she has her car there with the, uh, we used to call it the bubblegum machine. <laughs> you remember where we called that? The bubblegum machine, the red light, or now it's blue a lot of times it's going in. And she's got that going. And she can hold up her hand, not a very big hand. But she can hold up her hand, and there can be an 18-wheeler coming down that highway. But when he sees the patrol car, when he sees the uniform, no matter how small she may be, she is the delegated authority backed by all the military, economic, judicial, executive, legislative power of the great country of Canada. And when she holds up her hand and says, halt, he's going to lock up those air brakes. She can walk up to the door and tell him to get out, and he's going to say, yes, ma'am. He's going to get out, and if she tells him to lean against the fender of the truck, he's going to do that. If, he, if she tells him to uh, put his hands behind his back, say, well, what if he's six foot three and she's so little? I mean, it's one thing to have a badge. Well, she does have the badge. That's her exousia. But she also has a gun. That's her dunamis. Dunamis backs up exousia. You are the authority God has on the earth. Solid rock, I want you to get that. You're God's authority. You have a right to lay claim to the promises of God for your family, 
for your children, for your grandchildren. The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and your house. That's delegated authority. We have authority in prayer. We have authority to decree. We have authority to believe. We have authority to receive. He said, I give unto you exousia power. I give unto you my power, delegated to you. That's why Jesus could say, the things I do, you will do, and greater things than these shall you do, because I'm going to my Father. Well, what did he do when he got there? Well, the Bible said he prayed the Father that the Father would send back the same empowering Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit came in, he was the delegated authority to do what we do in the name of Jesus. Power. Power. I've given you two kinds of power. Dunamis power. Power that is there because of the nature is, that is contained. We have the nature of God, which is love, joy, peace, meekness, temperance, gentleness, goodness, faith, the fruit of the Spirit. The nature of God is faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. So that nature in us provides that dunamis power. And then he gives us also exousia power, which is delegated jurisdictional authority. And then there's a third power I want you to see today, and it is in dunamu power. Now, I usually don't give a lot of Greek and Hebrew words. I just give the meaning of it. But uh, that's the word, in dunamu. And you'll find that over in Romans chapter 4, verse 20. And uh, the background of it is this. God told Abraham that he and Sarah were going to have a son. And uh, they had had no children. Abraham and Sarah had had no children. Now, Abraham had had a son, Ishmael, by Hagar. But Sarah had not born Abraham any children. And they were well up in age. Abraham was almost 100 years old, and Sarah was well into her 90s. And you can imagine, because the name Abraham means father of many nations. <laughs> and he goes around saying, his name says, I'm a father of many nations. Oh, well, how many great-grandchildren do you have? None. How many grandchildren do you have? None yet, but we're looking forward to it. Well, how many children do you have? Well, none yet, but we, we're, we're planning on one. <laughs> I imagine there were a lot of snickers and chuckles and talk about Abraham and Sarah. But in Romans chapter 4, verse 19, it says this, Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. In other words, he was past the ability to give seed that would produce a child. He didn't consider his own body now dead when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. She'd passed the time of conception. He staggered not, verse 20, at the promise of God through unbelief, but was, notice this word, 
strong. Strong in faith. It could be translated powerful in faith. Power really is a manifestation from the outside. Strength is the result of the power coming from the outside. He was strong or powerful in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. This word strong here is translated power in other places, and it's the word endunamu. And here's what it means. To receive strength or power within from a source that is without. And I want you to grab a hold of this, and I want you to see this. There are times when it feels like our dunamis has run out. Come on, let's just get real with this thing. There are times when it feels like our exousia, our authority, is running very low. And if we went by our feelings, I don't feel powerful today. I don't feel dunamis, nature, power today. I don't feel exousia power today. I feel weak. I feel abandoned. I feel discouraged. I feel disappointed. I feel all those things. And ladies and gentlemen, everyone that's ever lived on this planet, I don't care how much faith you have, how much scripture you know, there will be times in your life when you'll feel like you're running on empty. You're running on fumes. Disappointments leave you empty, hollow on the inside. Remember a friend of mine wrote a song once. When those you've loved a lifetime turn and go another way, and you're left to face the midnight, and it hurts too much to pray, and when your reputation has been stained and your mind can't understand and you've got nothing left but God, but I love the last phrase, you've got enough to start again. Hallelujah. You've got enough to start again. Paul felt that way. He said, I was pressed beyond measure to the point I despaired of life. What was he saying? I, I was so low that I didn't even want to live anymore. Elijah felt that way when Jezebel threatened to take his life and he ran in depression and sat down under a juniper tree and said, Oh God, just kill me. I, I've run out of dunamis. I've run out of exousia. But that's when you need endunamu. Abraham probably said, I don't feel like a father. I don't care what my name says. 
I don't feel like a father. I, I don't have the capacity to even give seed any longer. And Sarah doesn't have the strength to conceive a baby. I, I don't feel like I can. I don't see how I can. Nobody else believes that we can have a baby. There's no possibility of it. But the Bible said, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was in dunamu in faith. What's that mean? He didn't work up. Oh, come on. Come on. Grab a hold of this. this. You need to hear this. You need to hear this, solid rock. You need to hear it. There are times when you can't work up dunamis. You can't even work up exousia. But you can get in dunamu from without. What's that word mean again? I receive strength inside from outside of me. You don't manufacture it. You don't work it up. You don't quote enough scripture. God himself puts new strength into the empty vessel that's been poured out and no longer has any strength. Oh, come on. Say praise the Lord. Do you understand? I mean, some of you right now are feeling that way. You're empty, you're discouraged, you're disappointed. Things didn't turn out the way you thought they would. But I decree this to you in the name of the Lord Jesus, whom I serve, that He is ready to infill you, endunamu you. He has more than enough strength, and He'll place it within you. Quit relying on your own strength. Listen, listen, solid rock, don't try. Don't try to put on a strong face. Don't try to put on a happy face even. Don't try to muster it up in your own power. Let the Lord fill you with new power, new strength. He'll do that. He will do that. The Bible said if you'll ask of Him, He will do that. And I feel so strong today. And I feel so stirred today about praying that the Lord will endunamize. Now, that's kind of a strange word, but it comes, I made the word up, but it comes from that Greek word, that He will endunamu you. He will fill you with His strength. You know what I've discovered in my life a lot of times? My strength is not sufficient. Paul put it this way. He said, uh, he said, when I'm weak, I'm strong. Because his strength is made perfect in my weakness. Now, Paul wasn't talking about being willingly weak or morally weak or ethically weak. But he was saying when I run out of gas, the Holy Spirit has another tank full, and He'll endunamu it into me. And I'm going to ask the Lord as I close today, and I feel a real reverence about this. I'm going to ask the Lord to bring dunamis and exousia, but mostly I'm going to ask the Lord Fill your weakness with his strength. So Paul's conclusion about that was this. His grace is sufficient for me. 
His grace is sufficient for me. I remember an old song that used to say this. Many times I'm tried and tested as I travel along life's way. I meet with pain and sorrow, and there's trouble in the way. But I have a sweet assurance that the Lord, my soul, will hear. And in Him, I find strength for every year. And His grace is sufficient for me. His love is abundant and is free. And oh, what joy floods my soul just to know, just to know that His grace, not your ability, not your ability to muster something up, not your authority, not even all the Scripture you know, not even all the right prayers you pray, when your tank is empty, when you're out of gas, His grace, His grace, not yours, His is more than enough for you. And His strength will be made perfect in your weakness. I want you to receive that today, Solid Rock. I want you to receive it straight from the heart of God. That He's filling you with dunamis and exousia, but most of all, He's in dunamizing you and filling the empty spot in your heart, in your life, in your church with His presence and His power. Stretch your hand out toward me, congregation, right now. Even though you're watching me on the screen, there's no separation, no distance in the moving of the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray right now as I stretch my hand out toward my precious family there in Abbotsford, British Columbia. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus today, there are broken hearts here today, Lord. There are lonely hearts here today. There are wounded hearts here today. I pray, Father, that you, in your strength, in your dunamis, in your exousia, in your indunamu, in your power, would right now, by the Spirit of God, fill them not only with comfort, but with new strength. Come on, church, right now. Just lift your hands right now, right now. Right there, right there in the church building, right where, wherever you're watching, right where you're watching virtually, wherever you're watching, just raise your hand and begin to say this. I receive new strength. Go ahead, say it. I receive new strength into my life, into my mind, into my spirit, into my memories, I receive new strength, even as Abraham received strength and Sarah received strength to conceive something new for the future. I ask that you would do it, Lord, and I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus. Now, come on, lift up both hands wherever you are and just give him praise. Give him your best praise right now, all across wherever you're watching. Just go ahead, give him praise and thank him that his strength and his power is more than enough. Hey, we sure love you. We sure love you. Someday we'll get to see you again. And I don't mean in heaven, I mean here on earth. 
Unless the Lord comes, and I believe He's coming soon. If so, I'll meet you in the air. How about that? Pastor David, thank you for the joy of being with you by media. Keep praying for us, and we're praying for you. We love you very much. And remember, it's not by might, and it's not by power. Not your power, not your might or mine, but it's by His Spirit, saith the Lord. See you soon. Bye-bye.